There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort. Creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets turns. My grandma and your grandma were sitting by the fire. My grandma told your grandma, I'm gonna set your flag on fire. You're talking about hey now, hey now, hey now. I go, I one day. Giacomo Fino, Anane. Giacomo Finane. Ding dong, Las Culturistas calling. It is. I'm getting a little wet in here. It's moist. Yeah, it's because our producer, hot producer Joe, keeps throwing water around here. Oh my God, our hot producer Joe spilled some water on his lap earlier. It was hilarious. It was so <laughs> We funny. are not letting him get away with that. No. It was, it was dripping everywhere. Joe, oh my Joe. God. Oh my God. <gasps> oh my God. So can I tell you, I'm nervous about what I might say because now you know after listening to last week's episode, I broke the story of the death of Hugh Hefner and guess what? He's alive. It was not true. It was patent. <laughs> false and um, we're so sorry that even we are not immune to fake news. I mean, yeah. I am, but Matt is not. Right? Let's no, say that. I'm actually. I'm of course, as listeners know, the worst of the two of us. So that is that is not that is that's up for debate. Rule number one hundred six of culture. Matt Bowen, Bowen's better. <laughs> Bowen's better. No, I can't say that. Well, okay, you well, guys, well, you, tell us in the comments who's better. All right, tell us in the comments, tweet at us who's better. But you know who's better than both of us is our guest. Our guest. Let's go through the credits. Fucking credits down. Down, boots. You seen her on Mr. Robot. You seen her on Search Party, and you're currently seeing her right now in the hit Netflix show, Glow. Mm. Well, I assume it's a hit. You know, Netflix famously, they, they, they don't, don't release, release the, the numbers. Rating. They don't release the numbers. No. They keep it very close to the vest, honey, indeed. But the buzz is everywhere. Deafening, Deafening. Deafening buzz. 
and the din break, of the buzz. Breakout stars and stars that used to be stars now seeing them in a new light, defining them. Sure, I think amazing. And I'm gagging over a lot of the a lot of the stars. And we'll discuss it. We'll discuss. We'll and discuss it. Um, she's part of the uh, legendary <laughs> group. Cocoon Central Dance Team, <laughs> and they gagged. have an amazing film called Snowy Bang Bongs that is coming very soon. It played at, at BAM for a couple nights. Um, I'll bing my bong to that. Bing my bong. Guys, please welcome Sunita Mani. Come through. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Y'all have peaked. Y'all peaked? No way. No, I'll, no. Tell you, I'll tell you when we peaked. <laughs> yes. Was when we mm. did the lottery for I Don't Think So Honey Live. Oh my and God. then you won. You and guys. we were so gagged when it was you. Our fate. Our fate. And you, I, I remember you screaming. And it's, 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 on, it's on the record. It's on. But Sunita goes, oh shit. <laughs> she, she shoots up. We're like, it's Sunita. And then she does her I Don't Think So Honey about white people appropriating yoga. Yeah. Um, so wow. Taking my yoga moment. from my people. Yes. I was really, I can't believe I, I had one. Yeah. Oh my God. Inspired by your sick show. Ah. I mean, it was an incredible show. So amped. The crowd was like it was freaking fun. out. It was fun. It was fun. So I fun just, that it merits a sequel that you'll be on. And uh, yes. I cannot wait. Oh my God. Also, I like, I told this to Bowen on our Disney trip, mm. but I just like, I was so excited and mm. I just rushed the stage and was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like give enough time for people to realize that I donated to charity. Yeah. Yes. That is That's the takeaway. How I won. Wow. Raffle Honestly, tickets. Yes. yes. It was a raffle for um, Trans Lifeline, wonderful organization. And I Sunita donated. donated, and that is the most important part of all of Ten us. raffle tickets. That was $10. That's yeah. I, I was going to say, I was going to. That's a lot of money. That is okay. a lot of money. That's in the Worth double digits. It's a drink and a half. Mm-hmm. It Sacrificed. Was, there was no question. <laughs> oh my God. So, so you had to... 10 tickets floating around in there. Yeah. That's yeah. how you win the lottery. It's probably why. You Rule number 41 of culture. You got to put a lot of tickets, tickets in, in to win the, to raffle. Win the raffle. raffle. That's that's true. That's a true rule. Raffle culture. <laughs> raffle culture. Yes. Sunita, how are you doing? I'm good. I am so tan. Yeah. Just for the listeners at home yeah. uh-huh. to visualize. Yeah. Right. And get what that. I'll, get that. And another important visual part of Sunita's <laughs> presentation today is this bow in her hair. It is yes. timeless. It's for it's for you both. No. Now I accept it and I receive it, but I would say I'm gonna say it's mostly for you. And we also when you came in, you commented on my mustache. Yes. And then I commented on the bow, mm-hmm. and then we said, you know what? It's for now. And I said, you know what? Rule number what what is what is it? Seventy four? Seventy four. Yeah. Rule number seventy four of culture. Sometimes things are for now. They're just for now. They're just for now. You know what I'm what it feels like? Even though they're you know, we're real people. Yes. Yeah. And they're accessories to right. our lives. It's like when you have those things in a photo booth. Yes. <laughs> you have like yes. the sunglasses. Uh, or the like props. The, yeah, the, uh, we're like making the props yes. real. A hundred percent. And Not they're props. for the photo booth of the world. Yeah. To see. Yes. You're, you know, you're all born naked and the rest is drag. 100%. And sometimes oh. people live their life without a bow. Mm. Yes. And then you put the bow right on. Also, it's human out there, but your hair looks unreal. What's going on? It loves the moisture. <gasps> I, it's a sponge. It's 100% sponge. <laughs> but you wear <laughs> the texture. You wear it, it looks so good. 
I'm about to get it cut. I tried to get it cut before this podcast. I wanted to look so good. <laughs> you look snatched. It's like, can I get my bangs back? And also, back. But, <laughs> yes, you had bangs. Yeah, they grow so fast. Are you just pushing them back, or have they just always... This conveniently placed bow. No. <laughs> oh, my God. my long bang. Okay, okay. Wait, so you, you're, you're honestly going to get... Little function. Little function. You're going to get it cut. Yeah, I'm going with the, the shag look that I had in earlier in the year. Yes. So you're getting a lot of it cut off. Yeah, lots of layers. It's mm. so heavy. Sure. I get that. I love the length. Oh, shit. I, th- I, think, you, I think you will look I'll timeless. I'll you a lock. I th- yeah, send it to me. Locks <laughs> for love. Um, <laughs> because we were a charity girl. I um, love charity. Yeah. <laughs> I would just like that to be clear. Yeah. Yes, yes. Of course, let's state that for the record. Everyone here loves charity. Okay, <laughs> I love charity. Joe is rolling his eyes currently. At Joe, it's PJ. Hot producer Joe. No, don't roll your eyes at charity. It's very important. Hang on to that water bottle with about. two hands, you motherfucker. How about that? Oh wow! I just stepped in a goddamn puddle. Oh. <laughs> um, Sunita, I just want to really quickly recap Sunita and my trip to Disney World in June. Wow, can okay. this be in quick? front of me even? Oh, this wow. will be very quick. So Matt was no- you were very much a part of it. Though. <laughs> you were so present. You were present. <laughs> Absolutely present. We were I was like fucking texting them too much. <laughs> yeah, um, Sunita and I, along with Michael Hartney and Eric Gerson, got mm. to experience the newly opened section of Animal Kingdom at Disney World, yes. Pandora, the World of Tomorrow. World of yes. Pandora. Pan- world of Pandora. Oops. I'm so sorry. Wow. Yes. The world of tomorrow. Do I deserve to go? Did I deserve <laughs> to go? It was so fun. We got to do Avatar Rite of Passage. Oh, wow. And um, we got to do the river ride, which was underwhelming. It was. But what we gagged for, what I think is yes. unequivocally the best ride. I know what you're going to say. Oh, Go Everest, ahead. yes, Expedition Everest. <gasps> that was twice. That was so the fun. only one we rode twice. That was the only one we, we rode twice, but it was the right one. It was the right one. Yeah, I'm just the whole thing. Yeah. I I didn't. We we got there at what like seven for an eight a.m. Uh-huh. opening. Right. Yep, like yep, for the yep. doors to open. Yeah. Wow, you were there the early. Whole, the whole thing was just like I can't believe we're doing this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of weird. It was like a sojourn thing where. All these people were there for the same reason. It felt weird. Yeah. Um, and it was to go to see Pandora. It was yeah. bizarre. It was to be amongst the clouds. <laughs> yes. And it was like you wanted to appreciate the detail and the massive, like, floating mountain, just all this precious work. But mm-hmm. you were just like running <laughs> to the line. Yeah. You're like, yeah. hey, get out of my way. Yeah. Bridge. Oh, this bridge is slowing me down. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Fucking eight year olds who are like, I'm hungry. It's yes. like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> it's so funny because when you go to Disney World and you're like, you're like us, like, we were literally so annoyed with all the children and it's like don't ever forget it's for them it's for them like you've had this moment several times in your life and you're but you're just pissed at the kids being loud in the magic kingdom yes like that's my take on it i'm like get the kids out of here but then you at a certain point you tune them out anyway i was just very glad to have to have shared that you were my guide yeah. Like, yeah. It was insane. The one like, moment that we were separated was when you had to wait in line for uh Rite of Passage. Rite of passage. Yeah. But it was Flight of Passage, I'm sorry. Oh. Um Rite Rite of Rite of passage. <laughs> I'm so I, I, I just was gagged that that was like the the, pun. the turn of phrase. The yeah. pun. Right. Yeah. Rite of passage, flight of passage, <laughs> like But Sunita had to wait in line for like three hours. No, yes. seriously. I was fending off like an older Argentinian man just like <laughs> pretending to like point at things ahead of me and be like huh I wonder what that is <laughs> and get in front of me no way and I was on to him good I had to wait for an hour <sighs> in this line and he kept being like huh 
what's that? (laughs) And saying, like, interesting, like, (laughs) as if he was, like, fooling me and everyone. And he just kept, like, bumping my shoulder. and I. Which caused me to be really annoying to the people in front of me. Yeah. Oh, wow. Because you were like on their ass. <laughs> You're like, I'm holding my spot at all costs. <laughs> it was it was like embarrassing. I couldn't believe his behavior. <laughs> no. And honestly, that is so anxiety inducing. Yeah. That, that it's contagious. Yeah. Because yes. then you become that crazy person yeah. that like when someone stops in the line to look at something yeah. and there's like a space between the, yeah. like where they should be moving, you're mm-hmm. like, you gotta move. Move. Yeah. Go. We it's, have to keep it's it's our airport understand. behavior. It is. Yeah. You know what? Okay. So very much so. So we as New Yorkers <laughs> Yeah. Flight of passage. Pass <laughs> Hello. Hello. Delta. It all goes back to New York. Delta. Delta. To Delta. And and Coulter was on the line like, this is an inconvenience. (laughs) And Coulter took pictures of everybody. Um, No, uh, really quickly, I just want to say, we as New Yorkers, when we go to Disney World, I think we have a good sense of how to navigate crowds and Mm. like weave through people. But imagine, Mm -mm. imagine, so this is Shanghai. Let me paint you a picture for Shanghai Disney when I went in November. Imagine... Um, so China is basically a, a nation of New Yorkers, just knowing, just like not caring about crowds, tunnel visioning through the day. Mm-hmm. And at Disney World, the tricks you would not believe. Wow. Um, a lot. We, this is what we saw a lot. My sister and I. Um, two people saying, "Hi, sorry, excuse me," pushing through us in the line, saying just sardines and being like, "Hi, sorry, um, we have we have relatives waiting ahead of us. Please let us through." Lies. But it would happen. Lies. Happen, happen, oh, happen all the time. And then at, and then we we caught on to it. And then we were <gasps> like, "Wow, we've been you, we've been fooled, bamboozled." You bamboozled. didn't do it yourself. No, you weren't because like we have principles. Morals, yeah. We have class. You don't lose that in New York, you know? <laughs> your principles. No. No, your principles. No, no, absolutely not. You drop a bugle on the train platform state, mm-hmm. you pick it up, yeah. and you eat it. <laughs> yes. Do you eat a lot of bugles on the train platform? <laughs> no, it was just like the last snack that I was like talking about. <laughs> I haven't had bugles in so long. I love bugles. Describe a bugle. It's a gorgeous cone of... Corn? It's a corn, corn cone. Yeah, it's a corn cone. It's a Salty. gorgeous corn. It's, it's like a, it was like a toy because you yes, could put, put the, them on your fingers, put them on your fingertips, and they were like fake nails. nails. Yum! And that was my maybe my first queer experience with food was pretending <gasps> to be a queen <gasps> in my in my bugles nails and being like, yes, Bowen. fishy. Would you say realness. that um, bugles are they present ultimately a queer narrative? Bugles ultimately tell a queer narrative. Yes. Um, fingers, fingers, um, uh, horrible texture, <laughs> and um, a little Salt. umami flavor. <laughs> <laughs> a little umami. Perfect. Um, that's it. Okay. Oh my God. So Sunita, we're gonna ask you what we ask all of our guests, which is, uh, what was the culture that made you think culture was for me? So this could be growing up, wow. like the neighborhoods you grew up in, or things that were passed down from your family. Piece of media that really turns you around. You know, really really uh, snapped you into culture and said, okay, yeah. I am a cultural being after all. Yes. This is so, uh, it's a good question. It's on, mm. We're putting Hard you on the question. spot. Mm, yeah. I feel like as a, a f- multicultural person mm-hmm. with such a fragmented identity, Absolutely. I want to give you like a Pinterest board Visual. I'm just gonna just like list say list some things. Please, yes. come on. I love an amalgamation. Comes, like that movie, I love trouble. Oh <laughs> my god, Julia. with Julia Roberts. Yes. Oh my god. I like thought I could be a reporter. <gasps> I like my 
my idea of culture was like journalism mm. via that movie. Oh <laughs> my god! And like I wanted to be a magazine writer or like a, a actual writer for like the newspaper, but I. But knew who I gets could... to run around and get in trouble? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like it's really catty and oh. That's wow. her and Nick Nolte, yes? Yes. And <laughs> did you know that they hated each other? <gasps> oh, like they actually hated each other? Yeah. Oh my God. Do we know like, why? Well, apparently they just didn't mix as actors, and apparently all the shots where they're talking to each other almost entirely <gasps> is stand-ins. Do a stand-in? Yeah. <gasps> wow. We've got ourselves like an Archie Punjabi. Uh, Julian Margulies. Margulies situation. <gasps> yes. Wow. That is so rough. I hope that doesn't like change the movie for you. I love it even more. Yeah. It's like she's even more independent. <laughs> she what, what craft? <laughs> she just got her shots uh, t- just acting next to a stand-in. Oh, my God. Rule number, I think, nine of culture. Get, get your, your shots. shots. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> As an actress, get Stop. your shots. Get it I done. I can't get the vernacular right right now. Lay off. <laughs> <laughs> Shots? Shots, pretty good coverage. Yeah. I, you know yeah. what? Who, who knows what the right word is at any given time? Nope. <laughs> not me. Someone's gotta know, but but no one does. Can't hear him. <laughs> can't it's hear him. He's too soft. It's too soft. Okay. I love this. Okay, so that's the first that's, piece of the of the of the puzzle. Is I love trouble with Nick Nolte and Julia Robs. I f- like loved this one Chipmunks movie, <gasps> The Chipmunks Adventure with like. The hotter balloon rides. Okay, of course. That was like my way out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was your ticket. Oh, that was out. your hot air balloon. A small town. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dixon, Tennessee. I was like, I'm gonna see the world oh, through this movie. Yes, <laughs> As, like a musical chipmunk <sighs> in a hot air balloon, like smuggling diamonds. <sighs> it was so dangerous. I didn't I, know you're like, from Tennessee. Yeah, yeah. Come on, Sunny is a Southern girl. Just from the south. Oh. Just from the south. Those are the cultures I'm talking about. Yes. Southern well, no. baptism <laughs> and and South Indian. But that's so. but that that is an intersection, honey. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And that's and that and yeah. And then Sunita and I have had many conversations yeah. in the backs of cars in Moving Orlando, vehicles. in in waiting rooms, yes. in in a lot of places. We spaces. audition. We're working. We're a working. Lot. No, I mean. But whenever, but whenever Sunita's in a room, you're like, oh, okay, it's legit. It's, what? Here, here we go. Yeah, um, the product's for real. The product's for real. What's like a? <laughs> it's gonna go. It's it's a go. It's a go. It's gonna go. You guys. This it's is gonna, gonna go. go or it's a go. It's gonna go. Like when you're in the room and you see Sunita walk in, you're like, this is gonna go. <laughs> this 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 pilot's gonna, gonna go. go. This pilot's Somewhere. gonna go. Yeah yeah. Um, wow. What's like? What's like, is there like a southern specific thing? I mean, that's such a broad question, though. That's for you. That's like. Oh, like lightning bulb, like cool. This is like what is what I'm gonna connect to growing up in the South. Probably passive aggressiveness. Uh-huh. Or like or like really <laughs> an indirect quality that's like uh-huh. so delusional. Like yes. you you think you're saying what you mean because it's so ingrained to like avoid confrontation. Yes. Right. That you're like you're you <laughs> Or like literally singing a song with your voice to just like get out of a situation. You're like, okay, well, yeah, well, you know, and then we'll see about that. And like you can't, you can't like confront anything. Is how I feel. That's paired with like my family's miscommunication. Uh huh. Wow. No wonder I'm a dancer. Yes. 
you you honestly, express physically. Yes, my nonverbal skills are high, <laughs> <laughs> and consequently, my verbal ones are low. Are low. <laughs> Truly, I, I mean, oh, that's. I feel like do do southern people like usually like put in like just label that as what that is? It's like oh, to avoid confrontation, we'll just like not be not be completely genuine with our words. I feel like that's I feel like you mm. really you really nailed something there. It's like Yeah, yeah there's like, like an etiquette or something sure. that's still a little old fashioned or it's kinda like sweet in some ways, except that it's often to hide like awful things. Yeah. Like racism. Right. <laughs> yeah. No. Or or yeah. But man, I guess I guess it's you from a small town, you're like seeing the same people all the time. Mm-hmm. You just like want to be in good graces, and totally. Maybe there is something about like church, where you have to like you're under yeah. a set of like principles, yeah. and you yeah. don't want to. I don't know. Be be an outsider, a pagan. A pagan was church. Was church like part of your life in Tennessee? I would pretend. I would tell people I went to church mm-hmm. just to like avoid talking about. Hinduism. See, <laughs> oh my god! Because I went to temple, but I wouldn't call it. Te- I wouldn't like tell anyone I went to yeah. temple. Yeah, yeah, like, right. I go to church on Sundays. Where? And I would like maybe literally run away <laughs> across town. <laughs> yeah. Oh well, you know it's a church <laughs> and yeah. sing song, and then we're like, I got a great voice. <laughs> I would distract them with my um, triple threat talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, you, what you would do in that situation is break into a split. Yes. And they were like, oh, my God. <laughs> Send the girl to New York. Get her out of Tennessee. <laughs> there is. I Ship th- her off. I in a hot air balloon. In a hot air balloon. I think up, there up is something where I have so many conversations. And maybe this is just more common than I think it is. But mm-hmm. like. I've had so many conversations with people where it's like, oh, yeah, like religion was just a social survival mm-hmm. thing where it was like I only ever said I I only ever went to my youth group because the because people I wanted to hang out with went to their own youth groups. And I wanted to be like, yeah, well, at my youth group, we learned this and mm-hmm. read this and that. And like what a shitty thing for me to like have put myself through. Right. And like, I don't know. if, But that, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's different. But also. I want to say this. I feel like talent is owned. I feel like the reli- like I feel like religions take ownership of talent and it's not theirs and we need to take wow. t- the concept of talent back from religions. Am I making Ooh. any sense? Uh, no. I would love to hear <laughs> not, not to me and I need I need an here elaboration. We go. So here. where I grew up was I grew up in Denver, Colorado. It's Mormon adjacent place. A lot of Mormons at my high school. Okay. And all the musical theater leads would <gasps> coincidentally be Mormon because the parents who would like pay and fund the drama club oh, were these boy. super religious Mormon people uh-huh. and like they would host all the cast parties and all the events and for me growing up it was like well you can only be talented if you're religious. I hear <laughs> you. It's like that wow. where did you start singing? Church. That kind wow. of thing. There you go. That kind it's of never thing. like there's mm-hmm. never a pagan talent. I want a pagan talent. <laughs> yes. An atheistic talent. You know writing. Writing. Sitting alone in the room. Yes. See, thought I was going to be a writer. I thought I had talent as a writer. Journalism because again. of that. Yeah. Like it was like, well, I can't express myself to anyone else. I'll just stay in my room and write a story about a wizard. Oh. 
but what, and of okay. course you wrote Harry story. Potter yes. and sat, it sat on the shelf and then of course you know a woman by the name of Joe Rowling mm-hmm. um, wrote that she stole my future she really did she um, really did Cindy. now when when you you got out of there you hitched the ride on the hot air balloon and got out of there did you come yes. right to New York no, I went to Emerson College mm-hmm. in Boston. Okay, Boston I went Cultural. To college. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah, <laughs> we went to college you too. Don't need it, but we know it. It was great. <laughs> now, Emerson. Yeah. This is funny because I applied to Emerson as well, and you know what? What everyone was telling me, which I thought was so strange, everyone was like, you know, Emerson. <laughs> A lot of weirdos. A lot of weirdos go here. They're very artistic. You know, it's very artistic. And that was like, I guess, like the suburban mentality is like, oh, you know, the art school with the freaks. (laughs) But, you know, like, but like, and even when you got there, there was this thing of like, hi. Yeah. We're the weirdos. We're the weirdos of Boston, right? Like outcasts. Um, but that was what I remember oh. about Emerson was they were very like, and, and it was that was a selling point. And also Jay Leno went here. Yes, it's such a weird mainstream place with a bunch of like weirdos yeah. who are interested in like counterculture, perhaps. Uh-huh. But they're just sold by the fact that it's like, well, if I can't make my artistic statement, I'll at least intern on the the Daily Show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so yeah, like, yeah. It's like a maybe like a. It's a it's a very privileged place too, where you can yeah. just like I have ideas, and mm. you don't have to worry about what that means, like the consequences of that. Wow! But it was like the height of the postal service when I got there. Like, <gasps> oh hell it yeah! It was it, it was like I know exactly hipster, what you're talking about. It was about. just yeah. like hipster culture, meeting hipsters and mm. Jews, and I was like. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What? Oh my god! Oh is my god! That's this place? so funny. I like didn't know any Jewish people. Yeah. At all, and it was like, oh, cool. Yeah. I think we're all the same. <laughs> I think it's like we're all we're all the same student, which is kind of like you you were an outsider or something. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And then you, I did find like my best closest friends, like my soulmates from college that mm. I still you know like Tally and Eleanor and mm-hmm. a lot of my friends here so th- you guys all went to Emerson yeah oh that's we a- started out at Emerson that's great is Cocoon an Emersonian creation not really it's like a New York based thing after mm. like we kind of went out and then came back together mm-hmm. went out in the world and came back together yeah Tally and I graduated from Emerson but Eleanor transferred to Hunter College so she was like oh, so she was in the city here. yeah mm-hmm. finishing her degree and she said, you have to come to New York. I was like, I'll do anything for you. <laughs> I was like, that was it. I was There's like, I just want to get there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you, and you straight up moved from Emerson to New York, or from Boston to New York. I went home for like oh, nice. a month or something, something cool. like that. I went home. You took the month. You took the month. I took the month and really like considered my options. You have to take the month. And then yeah. you started the hot air balloon band. <laughs> yeah. And you got on the hot air balloon, which of course it crashed. <laughs> And yes, then got you stuck in a tree. Yeah, I got stuck in a tree, damn it, as they want to do. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally and domestically. 
my happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Cult family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details um okay so can you talk about the beginnings of cocoon central dance yes. team because you guys like like Paul was saying iconic and legendary wow. what a force dance, what a force dance comedy it's my true passion. Yeah. Yes. It's kind of crazy how like organic it all happened. Mm-hmm. 
out of sadness, if you can believe it. No, yeah. Can't believe it. <laughs> like all good art. Like yes. all good art. We were scraping the bottom of the barrel Oof. for just like, I can't say that entirely for Eleanor because she, she was in school uh-huh. and like was working on a visual art degree. She was like, she had the structure and was like happy in class, but myself and another Cocoon member who's not in Cocoon today, unfortunately. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Katie. Uh-huh. She moved. She moved away. She left New York. Uh huh. But we she were had to like, go. she had to go. She had to get on a hot air balloon. Yes. And go into her own she destination. Is a fisherwoman now. It's like oh, that's she's, beautiful. She's oh, a mermaid yeah. in Alaska. Thank God. What a dream. Yeah. It's just another dream, and she was like, I got to do it. That's my yeah. Dream. yeah. <laughs> that's the dream. Yeah. Cold there though. Cold there. That's, Cold. The people say that. Mm-hmm. Rainy. Um, but yeah, we were like living in this. Sp- a part like a two bedroom uh-huh. in Sunset Park, but like three of us just kind of like I had a room that didn't have a door. It was just, like the side door. It was like the side room to the bathroom. Oh. <laughs> oh, God. It was just like a little cubby, and then they had door. They had bedrooms with doors. With doors, and then we just had like the open kitchen living room thing, and then like one exposed brick wall, and mm. we were like, oh, <laughs> "Thank God, that wall is." Gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> what is it about an exposed brick wall that like is a real selling point? Honestly, I and we were like that could be the background of our stage. Like it was like this <gasps> oh, wow. hardwood. It was just like a hardwood floor, like a rectangle, and then like this brick wall. And Eleanor and I saw the place together, and we were like, honestly, we could use that. Mm-hmm. It was like That's it became. Cool. Yeah, we were just so like talent show minded yes. yeah and that's basically how cocoon started we would like host open mics in this apartment because we couldn't afford furniture <laughs> and like didn't try uh-huh. like even if we could it we like didn't try yeah we, we just left it open and but and for functional like, things for functional purposes it like worked out better to just yeah. have it like we could have more people over yeah. and and we love we do love to dance and it is. It makes you feel good when you're sad. So we would like just like get high and dance. Yeah, <laughs> and, and like there was all it was. It felt like ours, you know. Yeah. That's amazing. And it was sometimes romantic and sometimes like fuck. Oh yeah. What you know yeah. that that year of like you're like oh wait hold on we have no furniture <laughs> yeah and like wait I'm I only have a job two days a week like uh-huh. I mm-hmm. I don't know what to do and it, it at at an open mic. We were like hosting these. It had been like the second open mic or something, and it was Eleanor's birthday, and we decided we would like make a welcome dance, and that was like the origins of Cocoon to like just dance for fun because we love ceremony. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like to it get was, together and express. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. It was to Kate Bush's Hounds of Love, and we were like, <sighs> let's just set it. Let's just do this right. Oh my <laughs> yeah. god! And and that was like the start of the party and then it was it was our friends that like we like to take talent shows seriously yeah. I mean it's just like it's an excuse to like s- perform for each other and like get drunk and dance but yes. we like would tape a mic to a broom handle like a little boom mic <laughs> and then just like hold it for each other because there's no mic stand but we were like uh, we well you need the mic but you gotta you hold have it to hold, you yeah exactly the mic because one day there will be a mic. Yes. Yes. So were you the kind of kid that would do dance contests? Oh my god. And would like because we used and to do dance contests stuff. and we would score each other. Ugh. I used to 
Well, I used to. I do. I do remember one dance contest. I was the kind of person who like choreographed songs to like jingles right. on. Like I love that Dairy Queen song, and yeah. I was like, that was my first piece of choreography oh. to the Dairy Queen commercial. Love it. But the da- only dance contest I've won was doing the Macarena at like a ha- hospital Halloween party. <laughs> and you did the Macarena the best. I did the Macarena the best. I think I was Cher. What was? <laughs> oh, I mean, do you remember? What, I like that. <laughs> do you remember what the what your skill was? What set you apart? Was it just the sharpness, the cleanness of the moves? I think I shocked everyone by being like paper thin, pencil uh-huh. thin, <laughs> hair out to like huge uh-huh. hair, like pageant, like imagine tiny pageant girl, yes. but like yes. brown and her hairlines connected to her eyebrows. Yes. And she, I st- like had a mustache <laughs> and I was so tiny. I was just like too tiny mm-hmm. for having a lot of energy and my eyes were like half of my, I think I just purely shocked people. You were up. a meme before memes. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. Like if someone like, recorded uh, that, you would have been a on the superstar everywhere. I do you believe the news channel was there? Oh! oh. The local news? Eyewitness! I don't know where that footage is today. Oh I'll get God. my agent on Someone's it. Someone's gonna yeah, get that up. Get someone on that. We need to track that down <laughs> and either burn it or make sure everyone sees it. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so, so basically from that very scrappy beginning for yeah. Cocoon Central, and 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 now you're tell tell us about the tell us about the film because oh, yeah. I just want I'm so sad that I missed out on seeing oh, it, but I can't okay. wait to see it when it when it's just available soon. for everybody very soon. Yeah. Um, there's one more screening. One more screening. When is the when, screening? When? It's part of the Brooklyn Comedy Festival. Great. Taylor Moore hosts. Uh huh. It's August. We love Taylor Moore. Yes. Yes, I do, I do love Taylor She's Moore. So great. He's the best. Hunk. And it's, I'm sure there, there's like shorts and features. Yeah. Super hunky. Just just noting. Gotta love it. Listen, when a man is handsome, <laughs> I say it. He's no, you know what heart. my favorite quality about Taylor is? He has his Spotify Discovery Week. Discovery Spotify. Week Spotify. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Come on, Spotify. Spotify me. Spotify <laughs> Premium. We are sponsored <laughs> by, by Spotify. Spotify. This, this, is, <laughs> this is racist. <laughs> I can't believe this. It's my third language. I'm so um, sorry. I was true. just I was just regurgitating what happened to me in my past. No, you're complicit. <laughs> and this is this is terrible. Go on. Um what's good oh about God, Taylor and his Cutting Spotify. off my bit. Um he just has a great Spotify Discover Weekly playlist. Um oh, yeah. okay. let me tell you that it, what the date and when yes, it's playing. Yes, please, please. <laughs> it's at that festival uh-huh. on August 22nd at Nighthawk. Lovely. Oh, Nighthawk. Nighthawk. Yeah. Famously, you can get food there and watch a film. Famously, you can get food there and watch a film. Famous Nighthawk theater. But not the only game in town now with the Alamo. Mm-hmm. Have you been to the Alamo Draft House? <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, let me tell you. Like, oh, are you about to like rip it? No, no I like we it. We love it. Oh, I like it. The food, though. Not so Not good. Not so good. But you wow. know, you on the record, some, you order some buffalo wings, and it, okay, and that's that's it. I'm a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> that's you what got. It is. You got like a grilled cheese and a flatbread or something. Oh, it was sure, it. Okay. yeah, Slim Pickens. Sure. I yeah. remember we saw Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. <laughs> and I had my weed butter, and I was dipping my fries <gasps> in the weed butter. Oh, and let me sure. tell you something. I don't know if I was super stoned, but did you guys see it, or was that movie a gay art house film? It was a gay art house film, and J.K. Ooh. Rowling had a lot of fun with it. And every time Colin Farrell would like put his lips on Ezra Klein's face, I would be I like, "I have to see it." I'm now. gonna suck on this wing. 
Is his oh. name Ezra Klein? Ezra Miller? Ezra Miller. I'm sorry. Ezra, Ezra, Miller. Cl- Ezra Klein writes for Vox um, and is on MSNBC. <laughs> the uh, other Ezra. The other Ezra. Okay, August 22nd. Yes. At, uh, at Nighthawk, Nighthawk. As part of the Brooklyn Comedy Festival. Okay, I, I'm, I'm there. Are, are there yes. still tickets left? I'm sure. I, I don't even think... Forgive what? me, Taylor. I'm not even sure if it's announced yet. Sure. Okay, You're hearing it before anyone. Wow. We love that. We, we love a breaking scoop. story. We have the scoop here. We love a little bit of a scoop. A little bit of a scoop. Okay, so tell us about not the film. Not fake news. Not fake news. What is yes. the movie? Come on, tell us. Yes. It's called Snowy Bing Bongs, mm-hmm. and it's a film adaptation of this live performance that we did. Yes. Like, in 2015, featuring these creatures called bing bongs that are so dumb <laughs> and beautiful oh, i love that that's my favorite <laughs> my favorite thing a, a thing can be they're dumb really and beautiful yes they're just so much fun they're like little space aliens they just kind of exist in their you know in their tundra mm. their arctic tundra and i think that's the best word it's oh, tundra. tundra yeah it's a good one yeah it's got weight yeah. It means something. It's so visual. Like, yes. Yeah. It's an yeah. exotic word. Truly. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't know. I, I stopped everything to say that yeah. I liked the word tundra. Continue. Yes. No worries. It's like, <laughs> it's hard to explain because it's it's basically a series of dance pieces like uh-huh, based right. around the snowy bing bongs, but it goes a lot of places and they're, it's kind of held together by like, you know, you are you are like put into space and and these planets are like revolving around each other so you see like the snowy bing bongs in their world and then we like move to different planets and see different dance pieces holy shit i already love it i'm bringing my weed butter to that okay. it is <laughs> dip, like dip, dip. it is a trippy movie <laughs> it's yeah. like very stony without being like we weren't sto- we just weren't stoned yeah, yeah we yeah. made it it was like a, it was just like we had a deadline and we had to make something and it was like we wanted to tell this epic story yeah. and the way we told it in the live show <laughs> was through tableaus, just like 30 second, yes. like dramatic still things. And we just like cut to them throughout the show. And yes. then in between those tableaus, we had like other silly dances and monologues and videos. That's so the coolest. It's like That's so the cool. format is really patched, but it's deliberate on film. It's mm-hmm. like more of a connected story I guess mm. loose story but yeah it's like very grand that's like awesome the scenes are really really beautiful and yeah I'm how really long have you guys it. been performing in New York and like how long have you guys been a thing For, it's so long like, so long since time? 2009 yeah wow and that was like one variety show Back in 2009, called the Moon, that we were like the house dancers for, uh-huh. right? Uh-huh. And we'd like perform every other week a new piece that was like super choreographed. We that's kind of where like dance team came from, yeah. And our name was like we're like the drill team. Nice. <laughs> we, Wait, we'll be there Matt at every Townsend show. show. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Matt Townsend yeah, and moon. Bob Wallace and yeah. Bob Wallace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's like that's like. I'm not, and I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this to date it, but that's like a yes, great. Yes, I'm legendary very show. young. You're very young. But I'm saying, <gasps> Only what? Six? say what you're gonna say. Didn't mean to cut you off. No, I was just saying. Like, so happy to hear that. No. Oh yeah, it's just a great legendary show. That's awesome. Um, and Nat and Nat's great and Bob's great. Yeah. yeah. Well, and it had this like Muppet Show spirit mm-hmm. that we love. Oh, love yeah. And we're so we could really indulge in some like vaudevillian stuff. There or, you go. It's like very sincere. 
You don't get that anymore. Of performance. You really don't. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Where I'm, is it? Where, where is, is it? it? I don't that. see sincerity. Not on stage. <laughs> no. Not out of these comedians. Everyone's Ugh. everyone's just filtering through stuff. I don't know what I'm saying. Get um, sincere. Get sincere. Sunita. Um, Wait, did this? So you guys actually performed a lot for a long time at the pit. Yeah, we first, did. First. We yeah, had yeah, a run yeah. at the pit with Snowy Bing Bongs. It's been like a whole run of like variety shows yeah. forever. Mm-hmm. Like we've we've been we've been in every shitty bathroom. <laughs> that Bushwick. was kind of like pop roulette in the beginning too. Yeah, we were at the pit for us quite a long time, and I felt like yeah, we would get like booked on these little shows mm-hmm. that were like, oh, what's the space? Oh, it's a rug. Right, cool. and that you have like production value or like a sense of production value, right. and then you it go just to doesn't fit. and it doesn't. You're work. in a literal basement, and yeah. there's like, sorry, the lights don't work, and you're like, <laughs> what? The lights don't work? Yeah, lights don't work, and unfortunately, there's four chairs. Oh, did you? bring anybody <laughs> <laughs> we got booked one time love this space but it wasn't for us pete's candy store oh yeah, yeah. Great space. oh my such god such a good space but pop roulette there was eight of us yeah. standing at pete's candy store doing like these like like pop songs literally screaming into this audience. like railroad style yeah. setup on like a postcard size stage yep. yeah it's a literal four by six exactly <laughs> four inches by six inches gorgeous stage but yeah like it just yeah. was so incongruous it, it is a like, very sweet space yeah. very yeah. sweet I think half of us were like sitting and like <laughs> oh my god and it was really one of those moments um, where I was like hmm. wow I I hate myself <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean we, no, but yeah, it's That's like kind of it went from like God, we're in it, we're doing it, uh-huh. we love it, and then you're like sometimes, <laughs> you know what? It's good, we got out there, and <laughs> then it went into like I'm how old and I'm doing what? what? Right, yeah. yeah. For who? For whom? These men. <laughs> it was just like got these so men in suits, <laughs> yeah, dancing for men in suits. <laughs> I don't know how sentimental I should feel. Or even like how much I should romanticize that because it's like was it did I need to do it maybe sure yeah like maybe mm-hmm. it did enrich something in me no regrets uh, no regrets I don't know how you feel about I it Sunita had nothing else going for right, me. like I go. was truly proud of it even uh-huh. though it was like uh, some some basement yeah but yeah. we were like making costumes yes. and we were like rehearsing like it was the day of the show feeling yes. yeah and I I kind of needed it. Because I didn't have, I wasn't really, I didn't really get into acting mm-hmm. until like a couple years ago. Yeah. Until like Robot. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I like really shouldn't be on television. I, I we disagree. In <laughs> fact, Just like you back, go. You know. Okay. So here's the thing. And this was, I think, I think before we started recording, I was, I like told Sunita, I was like, I'm going to ask you a question. And you prompted you, her. And you just have to accept this because it might seem like it's too much, but you just have to accept it. I'm and holding on to you the des- base, And I said, you deserve it. But I just think that you are you are just very, very, very captivating to watch. And you are just a, you are just very good at what you do on camera. Because I was even just watching Search Party the other week and it was I was watching your episode or the the one where you you, you were here in a couple but oh, you're it's mine. It's yeah. yours, it's yours. The <laughs> episode. She wrote it, directed it. She wrote it, directed it, DP'd, absolutely. Yeah. She did like go God, back go back to Video Village. Did craft services. Did craft services. It was yeah. all uh, grilled cheese. Grilled cheese. She had to go back to Video Village after every take and be like, Okay, so, we're good. It was um, worth it. It was worth it. But even that scene, I was like, oh my God, like Sunita's nailing this. Like you just guys. and even, even I mean Bowen <laughs> Matt disagrees. But even <laughs> even on robot, even on glow, I mean like I'm just like, God, like she's just so 
so compelling to watch and I, receiving and Thank this you so much and my question sounds so shitty now that I'm thinking about it but it's like oh, I can't wait what is what are you going through what are you thinking because I feel like I'll every now and once in a blue moon when I'm on a fucking set I'll be like what the fuck am I doing I'm terrible at this what's going on and like I just That's a great question do, do you pick that like is that something you've acquired or is it like yes yeah it's like a confidence or just like you have to learn to be okay with no feedback or like mm-hmm. your taste it's like the way you read because it is like this moment in like a 20 minute episode like you don't really have the foresight of yeah. how it's gonna fit in so yeah. you just have to like be okay with what you're doing and trust they'll tell you Mm -hmm. if you're not on the right tone or pitch. It's it's kind of, it's really hard actually in these situations because especially with, I mean, all of these situations, I get like two takes or three takes because it's like super ancillary and that's Uh like, I'm so down to be a part of it totally. and I love that I get to and it's just part of the process of yeah like, and it. learning like I'm I don't know if I could it's good to like learn through these steps mm-hmm. for the bigger thing but it's so it is really nerve-wracking to mm-hmm. feel like um can I say the words how do I just be a normal person yeah, yeah. just like be a normal person is that enough? <laughs> like, Especially coming from live performance. <laughs> yes. Like, right. I, like I think the majority of us, because I mean, I wouldn't know that you didn't have acting training. I, I wouldn't yeah. know that because you you are so Aww. fantastic. So, but I know that sometimes myself, you know, when when acting opportunities come up, and I think you've dis- we've discussed this as well, Bowen. Um, you can feel like shit, I actually don't really know how to do this. Mm-hmm. And then I think back to like acting school, or I wasn't even in acting school, but like those actors that went through that for many years, yeah. and you're on set with a lot of those people, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh, I have to fake that I actually know what's going yes. on. And all of a sudden, you're, you, you, yeah, you're in that position, and you're like, just be a normal human, be a normal human. But like right. there is, you're without that validation that you get from oh live God. performance, which yes. is so valuable and teaches us how to do what we do. And that it's like, it's you do the same thing over and over, like with multiple takes or mm-hmm. like you're just, you're off camera for your lines. Like you're just, you're mm-hmm. getting this repetition that's so surreal. Unnatural. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, oh, what was I going to say that you, oh, and learning how, yeah, like how you read right on camera. It's right. like I look and sound so different than what is going on in my yes. head, actually. So it's like for some people, they don't. I don't really like to watch myself too much, but sometimes right. I really need to because I'm like, oh, that's an angry face. Yeah. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. think I was being. Oh, I thought I was being soulful. 100%. Or you know, it's yes. like you kind of need to adjust your awareness uh, of yourself. Yes. Yeah. And that's super hard because I still don't know if I'm, I don't know. I think maybe all of us as artists and actors, (laughs) Mm. you'll just never feel like you're doing the absolute best job. Like, Uh, oh, you need, you could, if you could, or if you just could have another chance or, you know, it's that feeling. And also, I don't know if that ever leaves you. No, I I don't think it will. And also, also knowing that it's not an ultimately not going to be up to you because yeah. they are going to yeah. take several times what you did. Mm-hmm. I was just listening to WTF w- mm-hmm. with Mark Maron, yes. your co-star, co-star. because I've recently kind of not re not discovered, not rediscovered, but I- I'm enjoying the podcast again because I've mm-hmm. been watching glow and I-, I like him very much. Oh, and I really enjoy WTF. Yes. But I listened to 
the Anne Hathaway episode. Mm -hmm. And she was talking, and I really, I really enjoyed this episode. Mm -hmm. And I actually liked her a lot after it. Oh, sure. Um, But she was discussing Brokeback Mountain. And she was saying how Ang Lee would say, now play this take like you know your husband is gay. And she would. Mm-hmm. Lay it on pretty thick sometimes and then not. And then he would say, now play this take like you have absolutely no idea. Oh. And she would do that. Mm-hmm. And then she said when she watched the movie, she saw both. <gasps> like, sh- And it was like a performance wow. that was put together <gasps> essentially by the director and the editor. Right. And that's just like part of being an actor is it's you take that direction and you do what you do and you try to see it as best as you can and play the text and remember it's not really about you or your choices are there to be manipulated in Mm -hmm. like the most professional way like exploited (laughs) for your resources which is like I want to I want to be that way like I want you to get the best nugget yes but it's so strange to like let go of your idea of what it should be especially because it's like well I mean I don't feel like I'm gonna get that many you know I just feel like is there gonna be another chance like I want to make sure sure that this is a good representation of of me Mm -hmm. and and then it's like of brown women of brown Indian American you know like you feel I know you can't but it's like you just as or maybe you can, but it's like for me, it's like other. Then it's it's completely out of control. Yeah, but know. as in the, it's awful. But in the that position, I'm like, it wasn't cast because they needed more brown people yeah. in this room, mm. you know. So you feel like you have to be the a good representation of sure. You're basically of yourself. Like right. be as mm. true to yourself as you can, but also then it's like, I don't know. It gets it gets totally too big sometimes. Yeah, and I'm and I'm sorry. I didn't mean to like speak for oh. you in that in that in no, that no, thought no. in that sentiment. But just I, you know, of course, and we all feel the same. Yes, way about definitely. Yeah. Or maybe you weren't included in something for a particular reason. Right. It's just something that when you come from a minority perspective, I think right. is always going to be in your mind. Right. Whether that's uh, fair for us or not, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it just isn't. And like so, I do want to talk about, of course, glow. Yeah. Because that actually, what you just said. Oh yeah. When I was watching it, you know, that show really of course it depicts a certain time period, yeah. but it has certainly a take on the way minorities are presented yes. in the world of ladies wrestling. Yeah. Can you speak a little bit to that like yeah. what is that like and like because it's really it's very edgy and yeah. it's it's really it's really interesting to watch and it has such a sense of humor about itself but especially mm-hmm. today when everyone has an opinion about everything I'm watching it thinking what are people going to think of this? It just yes. charges into it like I think it, yeah it was yes. like that party scene yes. where I think is, is it, yeah, I think I'm specifically talking about when they the filmed bachelor. you guys on the camera and they were asking you to do like the, the like ultimate yes, stereotype yes. Oh and like God. yeah, that was so rough. I mean, yeah. for me, that was like so intense. Wow. I was losing my shit. Yeah, wow. and there were a lot of conversations with the writers who were um, Liz and Carly, mm-hmm. Liz Flayhaf, Carly Mensch, who were so receptive to our thoughts, like making sure everyone had a dimensional story mm-hmm. but that it's like it's about these labels it's right. about like yeah just setting that up first and then we'll un you know unpack that unpack later. that yeah. yeah and that it's like it is that's the whole point of it like how people are things are put upon people and this is like the most extreme version of yeah. that but it was like uh i've never felt <laughs> 
<laughs> I was having a, a really, really hard time. I mean, talking with them, I wanted to bring more of like this meta thing, yeah. this actual conflict into the arc. And right. we, we talked about it and we had, we did have it in there, but it it all actually got cut and it just sort oh, of, oh. I don't want to spoil it, but it sort of it just is pared down to like that major moment in the last episode. Mm-hmm. So I hope we can have that conversation in further, in like other seasons. Mm-hmm. But that particular moment, I never felt more out of my body and like wow. oh my god i'm this is menstrual c like i was just like yeah. this is i am um uh, this is crazy yeah and the moment of like um they taking the gun, the gun yeah. yeah like we did different like different reactions for me to like how okay are you with this how aware of this situation are you like it's a lot mm. to to do in like a small moment like a character's level of intelligence and where their like where their heart is and then just like is this a funny moment or is this not a funny moment and a lot of the takes like in the party too we would do certain lines where it's like is this is this like a comedic moment or a dramatic moment and it's kind of crazy that we did both takes and they yeah. used both and no oh, it would no. just be like one or the other yeah, but, but they, just but like crazy, not still sure yeah. where to land tonally wow, they just wanted to get their coverage and like yeah and ultimately like watching that episode it's so much lighter yeah than sure. it felt and it's like it's funny and all the girls are in that situation it's like we really yeah. were each struggling with like how to do this as a, an actor yeah and be like a dimensional person not perpetuating things but like putting it out there so we could debunk them right and it was it was a super supportive fluid set like we were talking all the time about Mm. like is this I mean we're working in like a mostly female environment but like also challenging like well just because it's female is it just is it the same thing? Is it like the same power structure sure. and the same sense of like, I can't speak my mind? Or, it's like one less variable. Know? It's like, well, if everybody's a woman, yeah. then that can't be what the thing is. It right. must be something else. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It it's was, fascinating. I'm, I'm really proud of everyone. Like, yes, it's so good. It, I can't believe it comes off so much funnier. Even to see it in a detached way, it's like, oh, that's really funny. Like, <laughs> Kia Stevens, who plays Teme, and when we're at the party scene and, and he's like, and you, Bash Crystal yeah, yeah. says you you're and you're a big black girl, and she's like, "What the fuck you say?" Uh-huh. It's so perfect. It's so funny, actually, right. or like it kind of lightens the mood. But doing oh sorry, doing that scene over, we were just like, "Is this fun?" Is this it not feels funny? bad. It feels bad. Yeah. yeah, while you're doing it, but I think, I think it succeeds as a scene. Yes. Just tackling this very charged thing, but sort of yes. making it seem like A, relevant to the plot, B, like this is a, an inflection for all these girls. Like, oh, like you have to sort of change your presentation based on public the public's perception of right. you. And see, it's it's light. I mean, I, th- I, th- yeah. I thought it worked. It's also a period piece. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? And those discussions weren't being had. Right. I was actually even surprised when um, Welfare Queen gets that moment where yes. she says, you know, this is offensive. Yeah. Because I don't, and you know, maybe that is like, um, giving even that character a little bit too much credit because, you know, 
that wasn't a thing that people said. You know but what I, I mean? I'm like, still glad it, I'm still glad it's in the so show. So glad it yeah, happened. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but, and it's just like, it makes you think even more. It's like, well, you know, not every character has this opportunity right. to call this out. And that's like the crazy thing about it being a period piece is yeah. that it is so closely parallel to what is going on right, yeah. right now. Wrestling even more so with yes. our dumbass president. Yeah. But mm-hmm. the the moments where we have to spell it out in that party scene and in with like that scene with yeah. um Tame and Mark. Yeah. Um where it's like Yes, this is the way the world sees you, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm saying this. And then yeah. it's like, oh, are you talking about stereotypes? Like, it seems really silly yeah. to have to do that almost. Yeah. But it's like we're we have not moved. Like we no. haven't moved as much as we thought we had. Yeah, not at all. It's it's like it's a very very powerful show in that way, and it's entertaining, which is mm-hmm. I'm really enjoying so it. So smart. I'm yeah. I'm I'm on episode nine, so I yeah. still have some some ways to go, and I'm really yeah. enjoying it. Just a little bit. It's so much different than I thought it would be. Yeah, you know what I mean? Me it's, too. I really thought I I thought watching it from the outside, I was like, oh, they're gonna jump right in. This is gonna be a show that is glow. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but it's it's so much about the process of getting mm-hmm. there, and I'm really enjoying. Like, it's really it it's. The show it reminds me a little bit of you know shows like Mad Men where you're really sitting with the characters. Mm-hmm. So now when you're getting towards the end of the season, mm-hmm. you really know them so well. I think yeah. it's really well done in that way. So, and oh my god, these actresses are incredible. Oh my so god, I'm I'm such a fan good. of Alison Brie forever. So yeah, I mean I I I love her. She's and so I, talented. So talented. So good. But I will say this. Fucking Betty Gilpin. Betty Gilpin. Let praise me tell you, Betty praise, Gilpin. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Let me tell you, she's <sighs> she's something else. She's, she's incredible. She's raging. She is so fierce. Yeah. She she can do anything. It's she can shocking. do everything. Like the littlest thing that she does is like opens up this whole world of a person. Yeah. And um, I can't believe that. I'm like constantly in awe of the fact that she can continually do that. Yeah. And try something new or try like just volume change. You know, all these things that you know, it I think it was come to her. Exactly. It was the scene in the pilot where At the end. No. At the end. Mm -hmm. Now watching it, you could think to yourself, like, this is a little bit of a jump. Like this Mm character's gonna come into this gym, start a public fight with her friend, Mm -hmm. they're all gonna air this out. It's tough. It's mm-hmm. a tough scene to execute. You know yes. what I mean? It's very, uh, it's a very piloty scene. Yeah. In that right. we have to start the action, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. but you buy it yes. because she's so stunning, and Allison yes. Brie's reception of her behavior yes. is so fantastic. Yeah. And I did listen to their Mark Maron interview, yeah. and I, I heard that that was their audition scene. Oh, oh wow. Yeah, and that they um, actually were. Uh, screen tested together for a chemistry test mm-hmm. on that scene. Like they flew them both up to Canada apparently, right. and the casting director wasn't even there. Jen Houston wasn't even there. She mm-hmm. like hired somebody to watch them and put them on tape. Oh my goodness! But that they did that scene and they have this connection to that scene, oh. and that really reads. I think that scene is so huge. Yes. And then the cut to like uh, I guess the future or the dream sequence season. where oh, they're so, so amazing. I just thought that was such Ugh. a tough scene to pull off, and. 
and they really did. And I was yeah. like, this is a special thing. Yeah. And this actress is fantastic. I, I say, I'm talking about her so much because I know Alice. I know Alison Brie's work mm-hmm. and I know how amazing she is. Mm-hmm. She's just kicking ass to me. Yes. Betty Gilpin. She, oh my God. Watching her do that scene over and over, coming in with a baby and like <sighs> streaming tears Ugh. and gut fierceness and like changing like she goes through so many levels and Mm -hmm. like to buy that she actually wants to kick her ass is is, uh, you're right it's like so hard to pull off and it was thrilling we were all like truly riveted it was riveting you watched that i watched that back like three or four times just i was like you know what let me go back to the first episode. Yeah. Fast forward to the end because it really is incredible. Oh, you know what else I rewatch uh, of hers is um, when she's explaining to the guy like what, what Liberty so- Bell, like what Liberty Bell is, and she's like, "Yes, yeah, so that's oh my god, it's just such <laughs> a amazing fun, <laughs> moment." She's so funny. The physical so stuff funny. is amazing. What a great physical actress. And she yeah. wrote something. For, she wrote something for Cosmo. I want to say Glamour. Saw this. Glamour. Saw this. Glamour mag. Glamour magazine about her body image, uh, you know, yes. journey, and it's God, yes. so funny, so, so funny. endearing and charming, and just really real, and she really opened up and god like what a star anyway yeah. you, guys, you guys are all I'm so, so good honored to work alongside them i cannot believe i'm on the show oh my god <laughs> you know it. what it's so amazing to see you on it it's, it's so you. fun like I, I really and i can't wait really for fun. you know more seasons because i i can't wait to get to know your character better mm-hmm. yeah me too yeah like, i can't right? wait to see yeah. where it goes and hopefully there will be like in i don't know we can deal with the meta reality of it sure you're gonna get there and yeah and it's just nice and you were talking about these conversations with the writers and it's just you know as as challenging as that inherently is you know it's such a great opportunity that you're even having those conversations and like that's that's the dream it's like yes you're able to build this together and um it's so exciting and no and i mean what i say it's like you are just really 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 fucking great to want to need to really you you are and I, i I'm so I I'm really so thank you. Yeah. It's great. I mean, you are you're you are you're you're spectacular. I fucking I I just well I you know what scene I love when the hot <laughs> yeah. pizza boy comes over. Oh, oh those are great. Hashtag pizza boy. <laughs> I wanted boy. to I wanted to I'll say it. I that wanted was... to see more if you know what I mean. <laughs> okay. I wanted to see sexual <laughs> scenes <laughs> with him. <sighs> I wanted to see Season it. Two. Oh my god. Uh, season two, season dick two. Is in the pizza box. Yes, <laughs> yes, pizza dick. And, and and your whole and and the way you were acting in that in those scenes were were just, were just great too. I got my eye roll. You I got, got my your eye roll, but it was such a good eye roll. I, Comedic and, value. <laughs> what was the line? It was eye like it's like it's like well there is there's this number and she's like does that does, does he want you me think to call? he wants me to call? And you're like yeah yeah. (laughs) I loved it what a nail truly felt like we conjured the women of the 80s though too yes I mean we have moved on to lighter moments but with those testimonials like with those personality things Uh where you're in the situation that a woman was in in 1985 to be this like crazy exaggerated stereotype Mm -hmm. to make like commentary on it but you still have to do it yeah. it's like it was it truly was like mothers of 1985 and yes. then and then before that and before that and before that yes. it's like a really expansive lineage show yeah oh, show. It's, Sorry. i yeah. mean with all the women like the 14 women like so, there's just so much to pull from oh yeah yeah and we're yeah but it it's really fun to just also be the in the 80s trope. Yeah. Totally. Like, it's fun. The, the hamminess of it, for totally. me anyway, like, I love, I love it. 
But you gotta just... love an 80s costume. But the oh. music, too. The music is just like, oh, yes. yes. This is the perfect thing for this moment. What yes. I love about it, it seems like the sh- it seems like it's always... Um, the sun is always setting in the show. Oh, sure. Oh. I feel like that's like... The aesthetic is so like... Purple it's clouds. always seven thirty. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that ha- that's happening a lot. Like there's like it's like it's very cool like neon lights yeah. setting. I'm I I really but love like, the aesthetic of the show. A little rugged because like yeah. you've been through the day. Yeah 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 yeah. 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 Well, because it's all like ex- the exterior stuff is always like parking lot. Yeah. Usually, like, parking lot things where it's like they parking lot realness. Mm-hmm. Parking lot realness, girl. Absolutely. There is cars. a lot of parking lots in the show. You know what? Matt's wagging his finger like he's really. <laughs> I really discovered something. this. A critique. A oh. critique of culture. No, it's not a critique. I want more parking lots. <laughs> yes. Put up a parking lot. There, there, there is some meaning to that setting where it's like it's somewhere where people. It's a repository for people's cars. You know what? Yes. <laughs> we could get real art. That we could meaning. get real film school about this. Oh yeah. What wow. does the parking lots mean in Glow? Mean and glow. What does it Prescribed mean? Prescribed space. Yeah. Mm. Um, it ultimately tells a queer narrative. Well, I think. I. You yeah. know what? And I. And definitely. I, yeah. <laughs> I will write a treatise on this later. But before we get to, I don't think so, honey. We have not forgotten about these user submitted rules of culture. No. Let's let's just let's just uh, read out the one that we love right now. I'm so Sunita. Up. Now our user, our, our sorry, our um, you know, listeners are mm-hmm. submitting. Rules of culture, and we're 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 inviting some into the can. Yes, that's good. So here we go. This is today's rule from Janie Stolar, who is a host of the New Forever Dog podcast, Relatively Healthy. Yes, with check her it sister, out, Doctor Doctor Ellen Stolar. Uh, this is rule really number really cool. I so, will check. Yeah, it out. it's a doctor a and a doctor? comedian mm-hmm. fielding issues. They're two different takes on issues, and they're sisters. Oh my! So many gosh. hooks. So many hooks, and there's a hotline you can call. One eight hundred Stolar X, I believe. Um, is that right, HPJ? Okay, HPJ, Hot Producer Joe. Check it out. Might correct me. Check it out on Forever Dot. Forever Dot. You know what? Look it up. Okay, so this is rule <laughs> Look number. Look it up. It's not Just our fucking responsibility. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We've done, we already said enough. Yeah. All right, Janie, relax. This is from Janie Stolar. Rule number two. Multiple people's heads peeking in from a door frame must be arranged from oldest bottom to youngest top, which is a great rule. I love it. I think it's hard to get the younger ones on top, though, because they're yes. usually not the tallest you, ones. Like right. created a challenge. Right. That's really hard, Janie, but, you know, for culture's sake, we're going to try to do it. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do it. From now on, that's the rule. Youngest youngest at the on top, top, oldest at the bottom. Maybe if you, it's like baby Bjorn, you had to, like, put <gasps> the kid on your back in, like, a sack. There you go. That's you it. You have to help it out. You have to nurture Maybe they're Someone's holding the that baby up. They're on each other's backs, right? So what you don't see is the oh. fact that they're on each other's backs like a pyramid. There you go. And because yes, the youngest one is probably totem. the lightest, but of course we don't want to make any assumptions about the weight of the child. Right. No. That one is probably Or that he on has top. a body. Yeah. Or we don't know. Yeah. He or she. Mm-hmm. Could very Ghost. well just be a head. And you yes. know what? That's fine. Yes. If you identify as just a head. It's fine. Go forth. Go forth. Let's move on to I Don't Think So, Honey. Yes. Now, um, listeners may be familiar with this segment, I Don't Think So, Honey. It is our one minute to come for culture mm-hmm. that we are yeah. not feeling right now. And yeah. of course, I Don't Think So, Honey live on August 11th featuring Sunita Mani. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, maybe. and 49 other comics. This will be your second one. Yes. You'll be the only Whoa. person on stage <gasps> With that history. Already. Yes. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. From raffle winner 
to life giver. Oh, there you go. God. Raffle winner to life giver. Um, this is huge. This is huge. huge. This is going to bring some people in. Oh, yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, for sure. Matt, yeah. do you have one ready? I do. Okay. This is Matt Rogers. Now, I don't, I can't believe that I have to even say this. Okay. It's one of those I don't think so, honey. That is like, out. you know what? We're going to have to do it. But I think through your saying it, it mm-hmm. will have been even more underlined and in fact. We need to talk exactly. about it. <laughs> Matt Rogers is I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. People who don't flush the toilet because they peed and it's just pee and they're trying to quote, save water. Oh. No, <laughs> bitch. Let me tell you something. I don't care if Al Gore himself came to me and said you could save the planet by flushing, by, by, by keeping your pee in this toilet. No. It is not acceptable to do this. It is pee. It is unseemly. Ooh. It smells. It does stain the bowl. 30 seconds. You have you have got to be kidding me. It is not respectful for you to walk out of the bathroom. I go in and there's piss in the bowl. I will, next time I see this, go to you and say, I don't think so, honey. Get back here and flush it. I will publicly seconds. shame you. I will shout it to high heaven. And I will come for you do not. This is unacceptable. If you're pooping, you're flushing. If you're peeing, you're flushing. You're flushing, period. If you see anything in the bowl, flush it. That's one minute. I don't wow. think so, honey. Oh, wow. You clean up after yourself. I'm sure. done. Okay. I work at an establishment. I'm not going to say which one. I have several jobs, but there's one <laughs> where the clientele, I don't know what it is about this place, mm-hmm. they don't flush. Oh, yeah. And it's crazy that uh-huh, uh-huh. care about the environment it sounds like I don't know Matt it's that that one's tough <laughs> no <laughs> you don't pee do you do this Sometimes. do you keep the pee in the bowl well, it's it depends on what time of day and the pungency <gasps> and, de- and it depends on the culture because I think yeah. in, I think they do this a lot in China and in Europe where there's a lot I don't of, believe there's a lot of population strain on resources. So Matt, you really have to think about that. The next I refuse to think forward. about culture <laughs> okay. here. All right, I will not be culturally sensitive <laughs> to this. Okay. No, you have to flush your pee. All righty, unless you are so well hydrated that you can make it a secret. Okay, <laughs> yes. but, I, but if your pee is bright yellow, a you need to fucking drink more water, and b you better be flushing. Wow. All right. If you have amarillo pee, <laughs> yellow pee, in it Spanish. goes down. Yes. It goes down. It goes down La Puerta. The door? <laughs> the, do- okay. the port. Okay. <laughs> the port? Um, oh, gosh. This is going to be one of those really um, last-minute ones. That okay, I have to bitch. Up. And On brand for Bowen. But those Ooh. these have such a hit-or-miss success rate, but let's go. This is Bowen Yang's... Oh, wait. Hold on. Last minute. I don't think so, honey. And here he is already grabbing okay, his temple, go. honey, <laughs> trying okay. to... Psych himself up. Here we go. Bowen Yang, I don't think so, honey. Time starts God. now. I don't think so, honey. People who go to Xi'an Famous Foods and don't know their order right off the top. <laughs> I go in there with a the mission. I know what I want. I want the stewed pork noodles, and I want the, the, the ground pork burger, and I want a fucking chrysanthemum jasmine iced tea, bitch. I don't think oh. so, honey. People, you fucking, you think you're so cultured going to some southern Chinese casual fast food establishment and taking your sweet goddamn time. It's fast, casual, honey. Part seconds. of it. Look at the board. Take your time, but step out of my way while I go up to the register that I know by name. Hi there, Dong. I love you so much. He knows my order every time I go. It's the one in Chinatown. They just got a new mural. It's gorgeous. <laughs> 
go. I don't think so, honey, you customers. 15. So look online, get your bearings, <laughs> find your footing with the orders, bitch, and know what you're going to say at the cashier and don't hold up the space for me, honey. Five seconds. I don't think so, honey. You Chinese food isn't for everyone. Maybe it's just for us. Whoa, that's one minute. Holy shit. That was stunning. Stunning. Stun. That was <laughs> Gorgeous girl. I, you know what? We're starting a lot of controversies in this in this episode. You oh my are. gosh! I yeah. love them. Okay. That was that was very good. And can I oh, say, chrysanthemum jasmine? Oh, oh it's say gorgeous. it! Oh, chrysanthemum say jasmine! It. I think coming to the stage, chrysanthemum <laughs> jasmine. Yes. Two different flowers, bitch. Jennifer <laughs> flowers. Two different flowers. I thought you said Jennifer flowers. Jennifer flowers. <laughs> of course, we remember her. A huge part of culture. R.I.P. Huge part of culture. R.I.P. Jennifer flowers. <laughs> it's time, Sunita. Now, uh, oh, I do one too. Of course. Yes, of course you do. What are you oh kidding? Oh my god! Are you this crazed? is truly. I'm. Oh, okay. This will be your second so, of three. Think back wow. on when you were called on to the stage at the last. I don't think so, honey. Live, and it just came. To, you just had it. This is kind of. I guess so. Okay. Do you this have something? This kind of happened recently. It's only just the moment. Please. The way that you are do, doing this with your hand <laughs> makes me feel like it's going to be quite good. Because already the sass is a comment to who. Okay. It's a comment to who. Here we go. Money. I don't think so, honey. Time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Man in a Kangol hat <gasps> hailing me on my bike as a taxi. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you what? think I am? <gasps> also, you want my attention, obviously. Uh. But what reality are you living in where you can get, I'm going to stop. And you are going to ride on the back of my bike so oh. I can take you where? Oh my 30 seconds. God. You must remember when a woman is on her bike. Oh, you must remember. Think of it. She is, her clitoris is pressed into the seat. Mm, stimulate. She is on a mission. She does not have seconds. time. Mm. She is on top, bitch. <laughs> Man in Kangol hat. <laughs> Call an act, call a cab, <gasps> call lift. Five seconds. Whatever, bitch. I don't think so, honey. Oh, oh that's, that's one, one minute. minute. Wow, that's <sighs> shocking. I, I what happened? In... What just happened? Oh, you blacked out. Oh my girl. god, you did you an amazing oh takedown of a man in a kangle. <laughs> it was First so of all, specific. Would be here to see it. It was so good. <laughs> Oh. First of all, d- men, no more Kangle hats. No more no. men. No more men, honestly. <laughs> no more men. I'm done. HPJ, get out! Replace all the men with bikes. Yeah. Yes. You can't even spill water. <laughs> oh, this my God. This place is soaking wet. Ugh. I'm so... I can't believe that happened. It's so, honestly, dangerous. It's <laughs> so distracting. Where I'm like, huh? What? And then I... Who knows? Car? Was car he make, hit me? Uh, could have... No, honestly. And was he, like, making sounds? Yes. He, He's, like, making a scene. Oh, my it's, God. This well, nation I'm, is corrupt. <laughs> cross streets? Do we know... Can we Can we get cross streets? This is Park Slope, No. Bitches. I don't think so many Park Slope. Okay. I don't South, think so many South Park Slope. slope. In fact, I've come, I've come for South Brooklyn on this very podcast, and... Thank you so much for solidifying what garbage it is. No, no way. I don't think so, honey. South Brooklyn. South Brooklyn. <laughs> Overrated it, trash. If you're south of Flatbush, <gasps> get out. But no, but Sunita's in I'm Sunset Park. Sunset Park. Yeah, but you know what? Good it's thing. So because they need it's you there. Because if you weren't there, I would burn it to the ground. <laughs> but you're the only thing that keeps me from oh, regional arson. I there you go. I love being a savior. Ah, savior. <laughs> oh my God. Absolutely. I love being a savior. <laughs> I love being a savior. Oh my God. Rule number 12 of culture. 
I love being a savior. <laughs> Makes no sense. <laughs> this episode was fabulous. Thank you so much, Dunita. I don't oh want it God. to end. I don't want it to end either. Thank I honestly, I will me. say this. This, I mean, we we've had great conversations in the past. This was a meaty one about juicy the craft, bitch. And look, you listen to Suni to talk at length about acting, Ugh. even though she says she's she's just recently gotten into it. But she Ugh. she speaks. I'm still getting used to the camera. Really, the fact that it's in the room. What? It doesn't make any sense. But that you, but the way you're able to yeah. speak about it is with, uh, you speak about it with such maturity and grace and um, Oscar winner, um, Oscar winner, Suni Tamani, Academy Award, Award winner. I mean, nah. who's who? who fucking okay, okay, knows? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Emmy, uh-huh. impre- SAG Award, at SAG least. Award, SAG Award. Honestly, watch, <laughs> watch. Who knows? Honestly, with that big old cast. Okay, <laughs> that's a big cast. <laughs> and you know they'll nominate. They'll nominate and they'll give out four. Wow, that's a gag to think about, though. 14 SAG Awards, honey. Or 15 I mean, with Mark. OITNB wins every doodah day. Aye, they do every, win, win all the doodah day. New ensemble in town. There new you go. New ensemble in town. There's a new Netflix ensemble in town. Get out of here, Uzo. And, oh my God. <laughs> See you later, Laverne Cox. Bye, Natash. Bye, Natash. <laughs> Catch Snowy Bing Bongs at the Brooklyn Comedy Festival at Nighthawk, uh, August 22nd. I will be there. Uh, I'm so excited. And watch Thank Glow, you. the new hit show. I hope you like. We love, and love. HPJ has to get the fuck out of here. He has to go spill water all around town. <laughs> so, guys, thank you so much. We love you. I've been Bowen Yang. Matt Rogers, I think. And I think that's Sunita Mani. Ah! Farewell. Farewell. Bye. Forever. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Joe Cilio, Alex Ramsey, and Brett Boehm. For more podcasts, please visit foreverdogproductions.com. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. 